0: This is the No Flamingo Hockey Podcast brought to you by Shinny & Co. We're your hosts, Cal Wild, T-Bone, and producer Danny. This is it. Welcome back. Another episode of the No Flamingo Hockey Podcast brought to you, as always, by our friends over at Shinny & Co. Let's check in with the boys. We'll start over with the smartest guy I know. It's producer Danny. How you doing there, Danny? How was your uh, last week or so, pal? I've been doing good, buddy. Doing good. You know, it's the season, right? Cheney and co ODR time. I think, I think the weather's dropping below. So getting excited to get back out on the ice over there. You've been out in the ranks at all or no, not yet? No, no, I haven't. I've, I've been, I've been digging around, but you know, busy life. So it's, 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 it's difficult. Busy life. Fair enough. Fair enough. And you got to push away all the fans, people trying to get autographs from the NFH podcast. It's just, it's just what it is. (laughs) It's getting serious now. It's getting serious. People are getting mobbed out there is what I'm hearing. And uh, let's throw it over to, uh, of course, the mayor of Winnipeg, former captain of team Canada, ball hockey team. It's Cal wild cow. How the hell are you doing, pal?
1: T-bone. I am uh, exceptional tonight, man. A little bit of a personal shout out here. Uh, my son was born this week. So it's been an, an insane week, uh, running on fumes. Um, but, uh, yeah, super excited man over the moon. Uh, you probably can't tell in my enthusiasm, but it is (laughs) absolutely here. Um, yeah, man, just an exciting time in my life for sure. Unbelievable.
0: Unbelievable buddy. We're so happy for you that the no flamingo hockey family grows by one. It's, it's just another man on this earth. Who's a better hockey player than me already probably. And so, We thank you for that. But uh, no, all all jokes aside, man, super happy for you and the family and uh, can't wait to meet the little guy. Huge congrats, pal. Thanks, buddy. All right. Yeah. We got a lot of super positive feedback from our last episode with Mike Scroy. I'm not kidding. I had a good buddy of mine reach out and he's like, dude, this guy's a maniac. Like I'm, I'm kind of getting anxious just listening to this guy talk because you can tell He just likes beating the hell out of people, (laughs) but yeah, no, he does. You could, you could ask Mike spray that to his face and he'd tell you the same. He absolutely liked, and probably still likes beating the hell out of people. Um, And just awesome feedback. What what did you guys hear? Same thing, man. I had, uh, you know, some personal friends
1: and some, you know, viewers comment the same thing like, Who is this guy? I want to meet him. You know, he's he's like a wrestling character, he's uh, give me more, you know what I mean? So, we thank Scroisi obviously for his there time. You go. Um, and again, just I always say passion, but he was
0: uh, just somebody that <laughs> made an impact on my career, absolutely. No doubt, no doubt, buddy. We also had, I'm not going to tell you the name, but we had a uh, we had a former NHLer reach out to no Flamingo and on Instagram. Follow. And a follow, yes, correct. Reached out, said, I love the episode with Scrozy. And he's going to be coming on in the new year after the holidays. We are so pumped. This thing's blowing up, guys, all right? We're getting contacted by former NHLers. They're coming out of the woodwork like crazy. I'm expecting a little Wayne Gretzky contact before you know it for too long, but just such great feedback. And uh, I've even got people reaching out, just sort of catching up on the old episodes, you know, ep- <laughs> the old episodes where we got three <laughs> up, <laughs> catching up on like episode one and two saying, this is great. Keep it up. So oh,
1: also this is another thing. This is, this is a personal attack. Yeah. Yeah. Coming to me, but You swear and you make it look cool, okay? I don't know if you caught the last episode. I swore one time, and literally five of my buddies are like, "What are you trying to do?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" They're like, "You sound like such an idiot." And I was like, "Do I go on the air and apologize for this, (laughs) or what do I
0: do?" You know what I mean? That's hilarious, dude. Because you're a nice, polite guy. I'm I'm like, I try to
1: be and I know when I dropped it, I was like, "Oh man!" And my, my one buddy's like, "Man, I can't have my kid." seeing like, yeah, that's Cali swears. Like I'm like, the kid's not listening to this first. But you know what I mean? just, it was
0: a funny comment. I thought they're grinding your gears there, man. They're just giving you shit. That's good times. Yeah. Like, like we've been saying from the get go, we're having a whole hell of a lot of fun doing this, but it's only worth it if the folks who are following along are, are enjoying it as well. So keep the positive energy coming. Let us know what you like, what you don't keep reaching out with the questions.
1: Yeah. I mean, just to add to that T-bone, you know, I had the same thing, you know, the, the one comment I got was, Hey, what is this name game? you guys are, you're kind of teasing on, you know what I mean? I thought that was a, a neat little ad Danny into the, into the interview and and obviously Scroise really enjoyed it. So we might uh, try to make that into a bit of a, a segment too. You know, there's an extensive list of of guests. They all have played on several teams. Uh, I think Scrozy played on what, 20 plus if i'm if i'm right so there's a lot of guys it, it's it's a small and it's a small hockey world so um i think that'll uh spark a little uh fun as well through these episodes
0: yeah love it
1: so that actually reminds me of uh, me getting some questions uh during my playing career um i vividly will remember this story um i was in brampton our first year we had these specialty, specialty jerseys uh and, and in brampton we got to go to Rogers channel number 10, which if you're from the <laughs> 401, it's not a major follow, um, but you know, it's still uh local TV, I guess you can say. So you me, catch a few uh, Toronto Marley's games on there too, right? Yeah, go. absolutely. There you yeah. go. So I think, I think they, uh, <laughs> they were going to do a segment on the Brampton beast or they were coming uh, to film one of the games and catch one of the games and me and our goalie at the time, Westy uh, shout out to my buddy there. Um, we hop on, I'm wearing this, kind of like a cupid <laughs> cupid jersey uh, it's like a, it's for valentine's day um and i have i'm I'm the assistant captain on the team this year and i have an a you know right in my corner of my chest where it should be of
0: course oh, and oh, so
1: damn. we just you know promote the game talk about how the season's going you know what to expect for playoffs and all this stuff and sure enough they said you guys want to take questions live questions and yeah of course we do you know we're, oh, we're gonna these right here why not you know, so the first one comes in and not lying, not pumping my own tires, but caller comes in, it's female voice on the other side and says, oh, hey, uh, Cal, are you single? You know, so I'm Ooh, like, wow. hoo, hoo, hoo. you know, so I'm intrigued. No, not really. But uh, <laughs> at the same time, it's nice to know you still got it. You know what I mean? So I'm like, this is awesome. I'm going to go home, brag a little bit. Uh, you know, Westy kind of looks over me, smirks. He's like, oh, that's hilarious. Dah, 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 dah. They're like oh we got one more and i'm like rogers channel 10 we got two questions this is nuts you know probably two two <laughs> two listens two
0: fast. <laughs> the switchboard exploded at rogers exactly day. and yeah.
1: so here we come and they go hey 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 cal what does that a on your chest stand for does it stand for ask <gasps> whole basically is what he gets cut off saying. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? I said, how can my mind go? You know, I was feeling it was a roller coaster of emotions to say the least. <laughs> I felt very good and I felt very bad all in the same uh, <laughs> two minute segment. Um Hilarious. You think they would vet those callers? Like, come on, man, we're, we're pro hockey players here, but uh it is what it is. Uh is. I'll remember that. It was pretty funny. You know, who did catch that my mother-in-law and she thought it was hilarious. So <laughs> You ever find out who called in? I I did get the phone number, didn't act on it because uh, I'm, I'm pretty soft. And what am I going to say? You know, what mean? maybe I, maybe
0: I, I'll try to track it down, see if I can send yeah, give him a call. Yeah, just yeah, send me over, buddy. Send me over there. I can yeah. get right into that guy's face if he's very small, no problem.
1: Yeah. So to our listeners, keep the feedback coming. We appreciate it. But anything, uh, Danny might have to vet. So uh, yeah, let's yeah. just let's just keep it in line
0: for the Boys, record. Do, we, do we the A does not stand for asshole. Just the want to A does not. It stands for. Something cooler than that, yeah. much awesome. cooler than that. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, dad. Okay, yeah. there you go. Take that. Really, Thanks, re- really redeemed it. Um, Do we dare entertain the idea in the future of a live call-in show at some point? <laughs> at some point, as long as Cal finds the it. Cupid Jersey, well, yeah. Then yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, take it to the take it to the gram. That could be a, a very that could be a poll question. Oh there yeah, you
0: yeah. We there do you one go. of those "Ask Me Anything"s or something like that. Yeah, we got a great guest coming up. We haven't even got around to the guests. We're just sitting here gabbing like uh like teenagers here all good let's get to our guests we had a really really cool one show yeah. up and uh hang out this is our pal former leaf former pittsburgh penguin played time draft pick two-time, two-time draft, draft pick. pick right if you're uh, in the toronto area you'll recognize him. uh had a great run on uh 590 radio was the morning show host it's our buddy mike zigamanis and uh Ziggy had some unreal stories. Uh, What kind of jumps out for me? It's a lot about just some of the players that he played with and played against when he's dropping names like Lemieux and Ronnie franchise and telling great stories. Uh, What jumped out for you there, boys with, with Ziggy?
1: Yeah. I think that's kind of where it goes. You know, Ziggy had a a fantastic career. He was a highly talented prospect. You know, he spent time a lot of time with some fantastic organizations and I think it's just the people, uh, that he got to meet along the way. Um, you know, he obviously just an ultimate pro, you know, just talking to him, you know, how serious he is, how, uh, how committed he was to to what he did and how much he enjoyed his time time there. Right. So he was a very interesting, great guest. Um,
0: And we're so grateful he was able to share some of the stories that he did. Lots of great stories. Absolutely. Lots of great stories. And he was, uh, yeah, he's actually, he's the first member of the No Flamingo family. He's got a Stanley Cup ring. He's got a oh. ring. So he talks a little bit about that. Great story right there. Um, also a little teaser that he drops. He might be uh, sounded like, if you remember, boys, sound like he might be getting back into the game in some capacity. Kind of tease that with us towards the end. I, I remember. Uh, so watch out. You might see Ziggy uh, making his way back up in some capacity, but uh, without further ado, boys, why don't we throw it over to the man? Mike Zygamanis. Ziggy. First of all, thank you so much. Uh, welcome to the No Flamingo Hockey Pat Podcast. We've got Ziggy here. Mike Zygamandes, thanks so much for joining us, my man. Thanks, guys, for having me. It's our pleasure. Um, tell you where I'd love to start. I think you've got one of the most interesting draft stories, the uh, the Sometimes double two. draft story. <laughs> exactly. You've got two more than I've ever got. Um, he talked to us a little bit about what happened in 99 to get drafted by the Sabres. And I'll, I'll leave it to you to sort of walk us through what happened to your your draft history after that. Yeah, it just kind of
2: came down to the 11th hour. A lot of teams trying to squeeze every extra dollar out and you negotiate right to the last day, which is, I think it's like end of May. Um, and we had a deal in place, but trying to get the facts in at the same time. And there's half dozen, dozen other players trying to do the same thing. And apparently two different contracts got submitted. Uh, ours was the one that we agreed upon. The other one, they sent in an old one earlier in the day. So they corrected it, and we ended up getting everything in on time. And uh, at the end of the day, it was actually not the NHL that that uh, didn't allow the contracts. It was the NHL PA, <laughs> which, is, uh, which is, yeah, it's hard for, uh, you know, when people hear that story, they say, oh, how does that happen? Or doesn't the PA have the best interest of the players in mind? Because um, the NHL didn't allow them in. Because there was an issue with what the numbers actually were in the contract. But there was a huge battle over something in the CBA and the new collective bargain agreement about what was coming up and they wanted something changed. And the league said nope. And the PA said, if you don't make this change, we're not going to allow these contracts in. <laughs> and the NHL said, okay, we'll let them walk then. So that's it. It was I wasn't the only one. There was a handful of us that re-entered the draft. So that's what happened in 99, and then re entered the draft there in 01. Yeah. And uh, a month later, ended up going higher to
0: the Hurricane. So. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it was was great. Didn't want to be a Sabre
1: anyway. I was going to
0: say, insert your anti-Buffalo joke right here. It's been, (laughs) but yeah, yeah, they weren't too bad back then, were they?
2: 99? Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for teams to sign big signing bonuses in, I don't think (laughs) the Sabres or the Hurricanes back in 20 years ago were the spots, but yeah, um, I'm not going to complain. Obviously, getting drafted, it's it's a huge honor and something every kid dreams about. But uh, I do have a good story from the second draft. So usually usually you go with your your family, right? And
0: my family was was there.
2: Where was it? The first one was in Boston, so the whole family came, and then the second one was in Florida, Uh in in Miami. So there you go, sunrise. So I ended up taking like one of my buddies down. (laughs) So we're sitting in the stands and have all the kids (laughs) with all their families. And then uh, you know, the family comes down after, meets everyone, and you do your pictures and everything. So my buddy actually came down to the floor (laughs) and we were in the back. You have all these, you know, 18-year-olds are are taking pictures with their family and their girlfriends. And I got me and my buddy doing all the pictures. So I got a great that's amazing. (laughs) giraffe
0: picture of my buddy. Then we went down to South Beach for three days. So yeah, it was Oh buddy, that's that's huge. Did you take off like did you take off the hurricane's like generic jersey the whole time you were down partying down in Oh no, I didn't take I didn't take the jersey after three days. What do you mean? I was on the beach and I was on the I was on the beach with it exactly, exactly. No, dude, that's awesome. Like I guess the shine kind of like the the shine wears off a little bit after your first. You're like, dude, let's go down and just have a time in South Beach. That's that's I wasn't gonna go, right? And then the agent's like, no, you should go. It's the respectful
2: thing to do. So yeah. Um yeah it was Did you wear the same suit i uh i don't remember i'll have to look at the photos um i don't remember i doubt it <laughs>
0: just because you know you're gonna be taking the photos after and everything you should have like <laughs> you should have gone and just posed identical and shit and just like, like, right, everything was yeah. exactly the same but <laughs> your family's gone there's your buddies like boozed up. (laughs) Um, So you go back. So would you have gone back to the OHL anyway? Do you think if, if you had gone to Buffalo and things had kind of stayed on course with the 99 draft, like I know you ended up going back to Kingston. You think that would have happened anyway? So what happens is so 99, you get
2: drafted. That was after my second year. And then you don't go to sign till all one. Right. Oh, I would have played four years anyways. Um, No, I would have went to the minors with, I would have tried out with, with the Sabres again for a third year. Yeah. And then most likely as a 20 year old starting in the AHL with the Rochester Americans. So yeah, that was, uh, I'm full i full circle at the end of your career. Yeah. Pardon me. Yeah, said, yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I finished my career there with Buffalo and, um, I think it was the same GM. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of his name. That's bad that I can't remember. Oh my goodness. If you said, if you tell me the general manager, Know, oh, he no, he's probably on that one. Yeah, he was there in 99. And then he was
0: there when I signed in 2013, I believe. I signed with Buffalo and, and Rochester. So you can just say Pagula for 2013. We all know who was uh, making the decisions down there at that yeah, time. Probably, right? Yeah, the Pagulas, they're a really nice family.
2: Yeah, yeah they're, yeah, they're great. They took great care of us when I was with the Rochester Americans. So
0: yeah, awesome family, great people. Unreal, unreal, man. Well, let's get into. Uh, you had a pretty long stint. Like you were in the the hurricane system for a while. I know there was a uh, there was that lockout, which uh, super unfortunate. Really annihilated my Leafs back in the day. But we don't have to get into that. But you were with the Canes for a while, um, and just some of these guys you had a chance to play with. I mean, Ron Francis is the cap- captain of that team. You got character after character. Rod the Bod, the O Dogs down there. Mm-hmm. I what's just start at the top, Ron Francis, what's it like walking into a locker room and, and he's in there. I, I picture maybe he's reading a book and just super quiet and just like ready to go out there and and do his thing. What what's that like? Yeah, he was great. I uh, didn't talk to
2: him much. Um, yeah, I was there at the end of the season, but uh, I think he was on the ice for my first goal in my first game. Um <laughs> So I got to celebrate with Ron Francis, my first goal. And I grew up watching him as a kid, right? I don't think he was as popular as Mary Lemieux or Wayne Gretzky, but he was right there, right? If you look at his numbers, how many games he's played, how long he's been around, you know, the cup wins. It's a long time, right? Um, Mm -hmm. He was awesome. He was great. Great to me. Great on the ice. Got to, you know, watch him like a hawk every single time I play with him. And, um, actually i can tell you something about ron francis i don't know if i should be saying this though so <laughs> it's okay. That's all right you can't touch
0: <laughs> You're cool. You're yeah cool. like, go, go for it. <laughs> we'll cut it out we uh, promise yeah Andy, get ready
2: i'll hit the double record button You're yeah <laughs> um you can't touch the music when he's in the weight room. Ah, it's like a big no. It, and it's only it's only Bruce Springsteen. Like no
0: one. Ah, else. that's all right. That's all yeah, right. Yeah, it's <laughs> like that's uh, you can't. Yeah, you can't touch it. It's. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious, dude. That's. I think <laughs> the funniest part of that is that Ron Francis went in the weight room. I picture he's just like one of those guys who just was like kind of like a Gretzky. Didn't really have to hit wow. the gym that much. There's, right?
2: ro- there's rollers in there and and not <laughs> all weights. You know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, not everyone's broad Brendamore in there. Throw around, throw around. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to ask what's his routine. Rod, the bod. I mean, we all know what he looks like nowadays. I can only imagine when he was shredded and actually smashing dudes in the NHL.
2: You know what? I had, I had an issue with Rod actually. Um, I probably shouldn't say this either, but, um, (laughs) I kept asking him for face-off help. I figured I'm I'm going with the best face-off guy, you know, maybe of all time up there with Yannick Perel and Mm yeah, I'd go to him week after week. Hey, Rod. Show me a couple of stuff here. You know, I'm centerman face off young guy. He's like, yeah, 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 kid. Next week, next week. It was like always next week, always next week. And and I realized that he actually didn't want to do it because there's a good chance you're going to be playing against guys later in your career. 100%. And, uh, yeah, I, I went against them a handful of times playing against them. So he's like, that's why he never wanted to tell you. I, I heard later, like, yeah, none of the face-off guys want to teach even guys in their own team in case they have to face off against them later in their career. That's unreal. I, I can remember playing with the coyotes, uh, a year after, um, I got moved and, um, I just roasted him in a game. I just, I watched <laughs> him like I watched him like, so closely taking faceoffs. never helped me out. But uh, so I had an idea of what he did well and what worked
0: for him. And yeah, I had a good night against them in Carolina one time <laughs> to tell us how, how, do you do not that I'll ever have the chance. How do you beat Rod Brindamore on a face-off? What do you still remember what it took? Like, no, they getting too crazy.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, no one really wants to hear the details, but he was a guy who would just keep his stick on the ice and just like, wouldn't move it a lot. So pretty much when I'm coaching kids is, there's a handful of ways to go into a draw and one of them I always explain is the Brundemore. and it's kind of, you put your stick in, He doesn't move it a lot, mm. but by the time the puck drops, you want your stick right where that spot is going to be in the middle. Some guys have a big wind-up swoop. Some guys chop and come through. Mm. Um, you know, there's there are a handful of different ways to approach a face off, but his was just, you kept it right next to where it was coming down and it was just a little subtle move. And that was good for a number of reasons. One, you're always in a face off. And the second thing, 20, 25% of draws don't get, the puck doesn't drop clean. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you're not flying around or tying up or whacking, you put yourself in position to grab those loose pucks that 20, 25% of them. So that's, I think why he did it. Cause he would clean up a lot of draws that weren't clean mm-hmm. and it, it worked for him. Right. So I got him one night in
0: Carolina. That's all I care about. (laughs) That's unreal. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I was going to ask about the face-offs later. seems like a good time now. I'll share a little little story here I shared with the boys a couple days back. So growing up, I was always big into playing, you know, the NHL video game, EA sports, blah, blah, blah. The Chell, the kids call it these days. I took it very seriously. So I'd always like play with the salary cap on. I had to like build these teams. I felt like it was like important, right? And I always made sure fourth line. I always had Mike ZigaManis in there because I was able to get you in. What was my rating? Oh, I got it. I have no fucking clue. I'll be honest with you. But the faceoff rating, dude, I had you in there. You couldn't lose. You couldn't lose in this game. So somewhere along, <laughs> somewhere along the line, it worked out. It wasn't Rod Brindamore, but who was it that sort of showed you that and said, "This is how you turn yourself into a faceoff efficient um, player." So another good story that not many people ask about, but.
2: Um... It was, um, oh man! I'm like I'm losing my names today. Um, Danny, you're not going to find this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's deep. Danny's That's not going to find this I one. I don't have much go ma- I'm not even going to mention it. Um, uh, Mr. Edwards, uh, former goalie, um, hmm. played with the Penguins. Um, not Ray Edwards. Um, gosh, I can't remember his first name. Really bad. Um, see what I can do. Penguins yeah. have had a few goalies, that's for sure. But it was a it was a Carolina Hurricanes goaltending coach for a long time. Right. Mr. Edwards, that's what I used to say. Um, but he yeah, so I was in the minors my first year, and he came up to us in practice. All the sendmen were kind of like, we're in line for some drill at the end of practice, and then it kind of ended, and all of us were together. And he came over and he's like, What are you guys doing on face us? like just ripped into us. And I was 20 and there was a couple older guys and a couple of the older guys were like, "All right, beat it. You're a goaltending coach. Like what do you know, right?" Yeah. You got you got his name yet? Yeah, is that Don Edwards? Don Edwards. Holy yep. heck. Danny, Danny. Yeah, nice. Mr. <laughs> Edwards. I I never addressed anyone by their first name. Um so yeah. A couple of the guys are like, whatever, you're the goaltending coach. What do you know about face-offs? You're not going to tell us what to do, but I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking I'm 20 years old. I was already decent at draws, but obviously I was getting, it just wasn't going well at the pro level, right? It's just mm-hmm. different game, right? Guys are bigger, older, stronger, but I'm like, that's not good. If the goaltending coach that doesn't know anything <laughs> about face-offs is telling us how bad we are. Like there's two yeah. ways to look at it, right? You can say, okay, this guy doesn't know he's a goaltending coach. I'm thinking like, wow, it's got to be bad if the goaltending coach is coming up to us out of his way. So I was like, okay, I was practicing after I was looking up video. And I made sure every draw after that, I was like the best guy on the ice. And it was from uh, Mr. Edwards uh, I back understand. in 2001. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's there the face. That's, that's all the face off. I mean, my dad, my dad was on me in junior, but it was junior. You now you're junior. You put your stick and he's like, Hey, get down. Turn your hand over. Like it's puck possession. He explained to me like puck possession and getting it, not chasing it. But I wasn't really
0: dialed in like I was in pro until after Don Edwards got a hold of me. That's awesome! Great guy. Great guy helped. Yeah, that's amazing, man. You that's the that's the first thing I always snaps to me when I think of Mike Ziga. Man, is face off guy. That's yeah. cool, man. Um, a couple other guys I want to ask about from the Canes. Um, um, what about the O-Dog, Jeff O'Neill? I don't know how long you guys spent together there. Um, curious what he's like in a locker room. Obviously, it seems like a pretty funny guy from what we can see uh, on the radio or here on the radio. What's yeah. the O-Dog like? What would you say?
2: Yeah. So I got to stay at the O-Dog's house a lot in Carolina when I was there, where there was a call up. And then at one time, I went a month early to train and stayed at his place both... Uh, <laughs> both drove down from Toronto. It took us like four, I think it should only take you like 10, 11 hours. It took us like 14 or 15. He's got to go to the bathroom like every 10 minutes. So we have to like <laughs> pull over. Like it's just, it was just one thing or another. He's got to get something to eat, a snack, <laughs> use, you know, use the facilities. Um, it was just a full day that it shouldn't be. A, it's, it's not a 15 hour ride. It turned into one. So never driving with him everywhere again, you know, everywhere again, anywhere again, but I did do a trip from I did do it. I did do one other road trip with him because we were golfing with a friend in Georgia. So I ended up I ended up uh flying down there and we took we drove his car back hmm. um and we hit all these different golf courses up. We were in Georgia and Sea Island, then we went up to Brawley, played the Raleigh Country Club, went to play number two at Pinehurst, then went to Congressional in DC went up to Oakmont and Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> nice. so we did a big road trip, but, uh, I drove for most of it. So I was like, no, like you got to figure, uh, we're not stopping every 10 minutes for you to go to the restroom, <laughs> but he's an absolute duty to, uh, to know all these years. I first met him when I was 16. So <laughs> I've, uh, I've known him a long time, but we, I spent some time with him in the summer as well. We trained together with Gary Roberts. Nice. And I got to live with him for, for a couple months. I do have one. I'll, I'll, I'll share one stir. I have a hundred, but I'll do one. And <laughs> nice. he hears this, I'm going to get a big time troll, but <laughs> so he's not very domesticated. Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't know how many guys are, <laughs> okay. like, how many guys Fair. are domesticated. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was doing all the cleaning, the cooking, he covered the rent for the condo. Um, I made sure all the meals were ready place was clean. And so one day I clean, I, uh, I cook, we eat. He's like, Hey, let's go out for a drink. I'll clean everything up and we'll go out. We'll go for a couple tonight. I said, okay. So you sure? He's like, yeah, I go in, clean up after cooking everything we eat. The whole place is spotless. Dishwasher on. We go out for a couple, come back two hours later. (laughs) The whole place is filled with bubbles. I'm talking like four and a half (laughs) feet high kitchen is covered in bubbles. I'm like I look at him back at him, and he's looking at me with his hands up, and I'm like, "What did you do?" He's like, "Nothing. I cleaned up. I put the dishwasher on." I go, "What'd you put in the dishwasher?" He goes to the the sink, the tap, and grabs the dishwasher. He goes, "Dish liquid." I'm like, oh, you no! You can't oh, put my. that in the dishwasher." <laughs> That's awesome. <dude. laughs> So
0: I got like I have a hundred of those, but that's uh that's one. So that's That's awesome. That's a family friendly story. That yeah, the family friendly one. I always just get the sense like a generous dude, kind of just a fun, easy to be around. He is is a great guy, very
2: generous. Um, signs autographs everywhere. Um, was great to me as a teammate. Uh you know, and you get to hear him on the radio now. And yeah, you know, he what you hear is it's exactly him. Um I think he'd be even better on a podcast if you could open it up a little bit, but
0: obviously yeah. in the, the drive time there, you got to kind of, yeah, you got to get, get too crazy. Doing, right? yeah. I think he avoids like he seems that he probably avoids going on the podcast and sucks. He's going to say something. Yeah, he, he does Yeah. Say. I mean, a lot of guys don't go on. <laughs> yeah.
2: i I do. I haven't turned down. I've turned out a couple, but you yeah, say, like, say, say you've turned down a few. Okay? I, I've, <laughs> turned on, I've turned out, I've turned out a couple. I don't do any of the, I don't do any of the uh, the like any of the media guys that rate the the the, yeah. the analysts or hosts. I don't do any of those. Yeah, just, fair yeah. they're they're a good guy, I heard good things about all of them, but I just I when I was on the radio, I just didn't want to get involved in that. So
0: but yeah, good call. Good yeah. call, my man.
2: What about <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but like rating pod, like, like rating the host, that was kind of like new for me doing the radio. I was like, okay, I got into the media to give it to chirp all the guys playing like all the media people did when I played. Yeah. All of a sudden I started radio and there was guys that were evaluating media hosts and I was getting chirped. I was like, wait a second. I got in this to chirp other
0: players. Now I'm getting chirped for my performance. So I was like, this is disappointing. Dude, that's unreal. What what was that like? Like we'll, we'll come back to back to your, your playing days, but you bring up the radio stuff. What's that transition like, like switching over, Pro athlete going into and you were doing the morning too like you're waking up early you're doing a whole yeah. grind there what, what was the, that all don't
2: like? do the morning show
0: there that's what it's like <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> right? that's
2: it that's all you need to know <laughs> no nah, it was it was it was a fun two I did two years um yeah. it's a four four thirty wake up call at the latest uh it's tough because you have to stay up and watch the games if you go to bed at seven eight you're up at four you get your eight hours yeah I, it's very doable but the staying up or if the teams on the West coast and they're up until two in the morning. It's, it's tough. So, um, there was a point where I started to go to bed at seven thirty eight, miss yeah. the game altogether. And then I would wake up at three, jump on my bike in the, in my living room and get a cycle in while I watch the game and I just kind of fast forward through the intermissions and commercials, but that was tough. So it, it, it was tough it just physically, mentally, everything. It's uh six to nine a.m., Monday to Friday, up at four a.m. And I I, I went up to them and and said I, I was looking for something else. Um when the new program director got to the got to 590. So this first week I just said, you know, I I, I don't I don't I, I don't mind doing it, but if you can um try to find me some other time if you can slot do something else, maybe hot, hockey specific. I I love talking about all sports, but yeah at times it's tough. Cause especially the pandemic, we didn't have sports on for what was it? Five months. So then I was talking about sports that I'd never covered and then we didn't even have anything to cover. So it was, uh, it was, I don't know how we made it through. I'm going, I'm going over those months. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Cause I don't have the sports knowledge, right? If you've been doing it for 20 years, yeah. Fine. You do all the, you do all your, you know, the, anniversary of this or this happened this month and you can go over all these old sports threads. but I didn't know anything. So I was actually doing even more work trying to f- get all the history behind every single sport in North America or any milestones. Right. Cause That's I just, rough. yeah. Uh, I started off just doing Leafs morning skates. And then I started doing the pre and post with Gort Stelic. And then I started doing hockey central. That's kind of the progression of it. Mm-hmm. And then, and then from there, they asked me to go on the morning show. And yeah, I did, like I said, I I went to them after a year and a half. Just said, I'm. It's September. It's if you can't move me, I'm. I'm gonna move on. But it's it uh, it's yeah, it's it's tough. It's a tough. It's tough to do. Um, yeah. If you go to grind, bed, like I said, if you yeah, if you can go to bed early,
0: it's great. But.
2: Yeah. If you guys are thinking I'm doing a morning show, watch out.
0: <laughs> now we'll, we'll avoid, we'll avoid. <laughs> what about, uh, you were Scotty Mack at the end there. What's, what's Scotty Mack up to these days? You guys still, uh, pretty tight. You keep you in know touch. What? I, I haven't talked to him a lot,
2: um, since the show, uh, got taken off. I got taken off the week before. Mm. Um, that was just when my contract ended and then he got let, I was surprised he got let go the week after. So yeah, I, I didn't know. Um, obviously they all knew I was leaving, but I was surprised when, um, when I heard the news, so yeah, uh, it's still, it's not even a month old. So I'm, I'm sure yeah. we'll connect before the end of the year.
0: Oh yeah. And but he's a, yeah, yeah he's, bounce,
2: a, bounce. he's a, he's a, he's a great guy. Great guy. Great guy. Love his baseball
0: insights. Um, yeah, he's no, very knowledgeable at baseball. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's jump back over to, uh, you want to get back in a little more Car- I had a couple more guys from Carolina. Um, Cal, I think you put on your favorite goalie of all time. Archer's best, best mask. Oh, <laughs> man, best gear, best kit in general. We got to um, hear. We got to hear something about the little Latvian goalie who just always a little weird to, make to be that. honest. Uh, man, where do I go? with Arthur Surbe. Are, are we are saying that seems, right? Seems a little weird. <laughs> yeah, so are, we, are we pronouncing that right? Arthur urbay. Archers. Is that archers? right? Yeah. I like the archers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> seems like a really um, nice guy, honestly.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think of his name. What's his nickname? What did you? What do you got for a nickname? I, I, I don't I know, know. I ever heard. You one can from. ask me. You can ask me about nicknames or some of the coaches. I don't even remember all my coaches. Like <laughs> naming me every player. I don't even like Wayne. I probably played with fifty. <laughs> played with probably fifty players a year. Yeah. Over thirteen years, because I there was somebody with a name. Or like, how many names have I forgotten already tonight? Don yeah. Edwards. Who else did I forget? I forgot somebody else's name. We um, forget the general manager forgot, of it. Buffalo from '99. Yeah, <laughs> um, we're going deep. That's why we're going like deep I, into the recesses. But we're—I t- was—I had a conversation with someone. They're like, "You don't know the name," or just when I was on the radio. I'm like, "I probably played with 500 to 700 players." Yeah, like yeah, it's impossible. Wasn't the only Irby? I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, I
0: apparently will. Say, right.
2: I will say this: so he wore the same pads his whole career. Right. And they get like waterlogged. So I don't know how he was doing it. It was the same pair. What? unreal. Yeah. Yeah. And they get like happened. waterlogged. Um, they did look very heavy. If I'm so so I mean, if, look, if you're I mean, shooting far I mean, pad,
1: what does that look like? <laughs> I
2: mean, not? Yeah. I mean, he had, how bad was that bucket? That's the worst bucket in the history of goalie <laughs> buckets. Like, there's nothing worse. He's a great guy, by the way, would stay on right to the last guy was done shooting every single day. Wow. Mm. And I was at the tail end of his career, right? When I played with him, he'd be on there for an hour after practice ended. Like I was, for I was just a young guy or black ace or whatever. Like I was just out there um, and he'd uh, he would be the last one off with all the young players. It was crazy. Like drill after drill. What a um, he had an old blocker, old glove. Like I'd be out there. Like I, I was still 20, 21, 22 when he was there. And I just remember him watching him like, where it's like San Jose? I'm trying to think of where, as a kid in the in the 90s, where he was playing. Yeah, yeah. Same right? old Jose, for school, for like sure. the
0: original Teal Sharks. Definitely yeah, like that's call. where
2: I remember him as a kid, right? And then I'm out there, like on the ice, it's just like you're looking around, like this is the same guy, you know, same <laughs> same gear, same everything. I will say this about him: uh, he's got like one of his catching hands is like I think he's got like one of a he's got like a broken finger or something or ligament damage. Mm. So he kind of like gives you a little, it's like, he's giving you a little, uh, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> if you like uh, bend one of your fingers and you give someone a handshake, yeah, yeah. What it feels like, but it's just his hand. Cause I think it's, he's taken so many shots, got this like oh, damage dude. in his, one of his middle, like one of his middle his right. Middle hand finger. So you go to shake his hand. It's like, He's like, giving me a little scratch, no, it's a little crooked little how do you do? He's sticking out a little, a little Captain Hook action. Yeah. Well, what about I think, like? I, yeah, I think it was from. Yeah, it's his. I I think his blocker hand, like it was <laughs> like something he did or hit a bad ligament or something. So that's what I. <laughs>
0: it's like a spy giving you a Nothing signal. Yeah, he's giving, me, he's giving yeah. me a little like cat. Like give me a little hook. Yeah, meet me out back. <laughs> so whenever we watch like World Cup, World Championships. If Latvia makes it, those fans go so insane. They go so crazy. And he's la- like, everybody's Laffian. Stop me if I'm making an ass of myself. He's a Laffian Tendy, I believe. What's he like off the ice? Like, Does he carry that? Is he kind of like a maniac looking to party? like, Or is he just like a quiet dude? What What, what do you remember him off the ice? I'm curious. What was he like off the ice? Like any of the older players. I, you
2: know, they work hard. Um, when I was in Carolina, no one really like partied or anything. Like nothing like that. Wasn't a, lot, a lot, of go- it. lot of golfing, maybe. No, I didn't even see him at the golf course. I'm trying to think of the guys that golfed. Golfed with Glenn Wesley, O'Neill a lot. Um, yeah, me and
0: O'Neill would golf, and we'd have our own friends kind of in Raleigh. Backyard skating rinks typically include two things: a sheet of ice and hockey nets. It's up to the kids to use their imagination that they're skating over the red line on a breakaway, or to picture their favorite team's logo at center ice. Until now. Introducing Shinny Co., the company that wants to take your backyard rink to the big leagues. Created by former NHLer Daryl Boyce, Shinny Co. has you covered for rink marking kits that turn any outdoor ice rink into a real hockey rink by using the same durable material as professional hockey rinks. They only take a few minutes to set up, fit any rink size, and you can reuse them year after year. Outdoor hockey has always been popular, but today families are making home rinks in record numbers. Now with Shinny & Co., you can bring that real hockey rink feeling home too. Shinny & Co. is officially licensed by the NHL and Hockey Canada. That means you can style your outdoor rink with any one of the NHL's 32 official franchise logos or with the iconic Hockey Canada emblem. Just pick your favorite and face off. Visit shinnyandco.com to see the different kits and options available. That's shinnyandco.com or across all social media at Shinnie Co. With Shinnie & Co., your backyard rink is getting called up to the show. What it's about nice, Coles, at the end and at the end of your career there?
2: Yeah, yeah. He was um I played in the minors with, with his first pro year and then he went up to the hurricanes. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah, great career. Yeah, I was happy, happy to see it that you know, happy to see him win a cup and the career I had it uh, because I played with him in the minors that the, the, lo- oh, the yeah. lockout year in oh yeah. four, oh five. Would have been his first year. So yeah,
0: uh, he was the uh, he guy. was the king of Peterborough back in the day. We got family friends in Peterborough. And I remember them being like, you got to see this kid on the Pete's. He's unreal. And then I was like, yeah, it's Eric Stoll. Like, you're not some, you're not some scout. Everyone knows Eric, Eric is amazing. Like, yeah, get out of here. But he was, he was unreal. So you were there 2005. Agree like, there. Was that the year they won the cup? You left before they went tra- on the cup. Yeah, I got to, traded for Doug yeah. Waite. Wow. Right. Yeah. Not, a, Doug, bad one.
2: not a bad Doug, one. Me and, d- me and Doug Waite straight up. And. Four first rounders. <laughs> you guys, you guys, you guys looking up the trade. You're like, hold on a second. Let me look up. Let me no. look up the trade. Hold on. A second. I'll, cut, uh, I'll cut the first rounder part yeah. out. Yeah. Just cut the, <laughs> the first four. Yeah. The first four rounders out of the trade. It was oh, me, awesome. Jesse Bowler like three firsts for Doug Waite. Um, yeah. I wasn't playing. I started the year off. I played the first 20 games and then I wasn't playing. So, it was a good team and everybody wants to be on a winner, but if you're not playing, you yeah. can't see yourself. It's not, it wasn't so much not playing. It was that I could see myself not getting back in again. Yeah. Like there's one thing if it's like, okay, you, you're not, you don't have it right now and we'll slot you back in later. I Peter Laviolette was a coach and great coach. Uh, one of the smartest hockey people I've ever met. Um, lucky to play for him, but I could just tell that I, once you—it it's, it wasn't even about losing the coach's trust. Like once the coach is done with you, it's tough to really get back in there. Like Randy Carlyle and and Joffrey Lupul. Like, yeah, mm, he, he said he wasn't an NHL player. Like once that happens, like obviously he was still playing him, but lines crossed. He didn't have this. He wasn't going to be that 22 minute first line guy anymore. And Joffrey Lupul came to the Leafs and was in the all-star game.
0: I yeah. Think, yeah, I think,
2: I, cause I think, I think Carlisle came here from Anaheim was fired. And when he got to the Leafs, that was the year Lupo went to the all-star game. So it was like, you just had a coach three years ago, four years ago, say a guy can't play. And then all of a sudden he's in the all-star game three, four late and you're getting fired. And he ended up getting hired by the Leafs at the time. So it's like, once a coach doesn't see you, I don't care who you are, how good you are, what kind of seat, like you're done. Right. So. I could tell with Laviolette that I wasn't going to play again. And um, when they said you're traded, I was, you know,
0: it was, uh, you know, I was on to St. Louis. Yeah. There you go. And short stint there. And then, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Was it, was it not couple? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean short stint? With the, with the blues? How long did yeah. you spend with the blues there? I had two games. I was going to say half,
2: four and a half minutes. What's wrong with that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You had him sweating there. I was like, what? I tried to research this shit. <laughs> I think right. I
2: played eight minutes over two games. I don't even think that was accurate. I think they got me mixed up because <laughs> I don't think I played eight minutes. <laughs> Something cool, though. I did get on the ice against Steve Eiserman. That was pretty cool. Oh, mean. yeah. Hey there. Yeah, that's yeah, unreal. unreal. That was that's That unreal. was pretty cool. Yeah. The second night, um, I, I got to play in Joe Louis and, and Stevie was on the ice and that was pretty neat. Um, end of the game. I think we were down a goal. He was on the bench and I was on the bench. So we were both right next to the glass mm-hmm. and we we're just kind of hanging over and like, just chatting about the play. Like, Oh, like, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Cause I was a big fan. It's like Mary Lemieux and Wayne Gretzky were the big names growing up. Yeah. And then. I got to see Wayne play and it was disappointing. They so say never see your never meet your heroes, right? <laughs> so then I saw Wayne play live. I think he had five assists, but I was like, that's it. Like, it I, was, I was expecting was more, right? Like, yeah. It was like, when Wayne I, I, I remember taking to the game, I was <laughs> like, so what'd you think? I was in Maple Leaf Gardens watching Wayne Gretzky in LA. I was like, eh, it was okay. I expected, <laughs> you know, this is my, one of my heroes. But I was like, <laughs> You had five, five <laughs> apples, Siggy. What the to hell? Do. I was like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, it, so, Stevie was, so uh, Stevie, Joe Sack, if they were big names growing up. Um, oh, yeah. So, that was kind of cool getting the game with him. So, a lot of those games I, I got and I called the league for copies of the game sheets. So, I got <laughs> like my first game. Um, that was one of them I requested. Playing against, you know, yeah, yeah, the sheet with uh, Steve Eisenman. I got a game against Mario Lemieux where I went head to head with him. Oh. Probably my first game, I got over ten minutes. Uh, I played eighteen minutes against Mario. and got, got matched against each other. Hmm. That's minus um, on the night. <laughs> um, actually, I I'll tell you about that game, but I'll talk about what game sheets I have first. But remind me to come back to the game time I played against Mario because I got another good story. One he remembered. 10 oh, years, right. 10 years later. Yeah. There you go. Is crazy. Not 10, but seven years later. Um, so I got my first game. I got my game against Steve, uh, Stevie Iserman, um, that game against Mario where I went head to head with them. Uh, I got the game sheet, uh, Messier's retirement night in Edmonton, which is nice. kind of neat. They obviously they hooked it up I got to do a, a, a number of retirement nights cause they were doing for Wayne, right. For Wayne to be there. So when I was in Phoenix, yeah. Right. Right. So I got to start in that game, which was pretty neat. It was just crazy at Edmonton Messier's retirement. Like it was great. And all the, all the guys are back. Right. So they're all in the room before and after the game too. That's crazy, just right? really neat. Like Curry That's was coming cool. in like, yeah, with a beer in his hand, like just Wonderful. chatting and stuff. Yeah. And it like awesome. But, um, Hmm. so i'm trying to think of other game sheets i've got um you had them uh, frame there are, those are the big ones i had them all framed i took them all though i i started with like a couple pieces i had a basement with nothing in it i moved to I moved to a house in scarborough mm-hmm. um and i was like yeah, i'm gonna fix the basement up with my reveal so i started with like a couple things before we knew it i had the whole <laughs> i didn't have one square inch available <laughs> yeah, yeah i had like signed sticks from all these guys that are in the hall of fame right and I just started giving them away into charities and then all of my personal stuff because I was like, where am I going to put this? Um, just like jerseys from the under 18, under 17 world juniors, and you get a medal. It's like, yeah, the jersey, the medal. Like, where do you put that stuff? Right. Mm-hmm. My buddy's like, throw them in some jer- throw them in some uh, frames. I was like, okay, hey, there's one, two, three, four. Before you know it, I had like I mean, <laughs> 10, I had 10 floor stands with like I did the Ron Francis retirement in Carolina. So he had his his number on your back and then he mm-hmm. signed them all for all of us. So I had that That's one. That's pretty sick. Dude, That's I, got a ger- good. I got a signed Jersey from Wayne signed Jersey from Mario. Um, <clears throat> uh, signed Jersey, Jeremy Ronick gave me, I had a game used Philadelphia one. So I was a big fan of his growing up. I got to play with him in in Phoenix. Awesome yeah. guy. One of the best guys I played with. Um, great dude. And, um, yeah. So then I just started giving it all away. Um, took it all down. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? It it just got carried. (laughs) It got carried away. Like how (laughs) much stuff could you frame? Right. Um, but so I'll get into that Mario story. Yeah. So I'm playing, I'm playing like eight to 10 minutes a night. 10 would have been a good night. And I finally start, he starts throwing me on the ice more. I hadn't played more than 10. Uh, And if you haven't played, it's impossible to stay in shape for a game unless you're actually playing the minutes. You can back skate all you want, go boards to boards, do whatever you want, go on the bike, but nothing gets you ready for a game than being in a game. So I'm like almost out of breath every shift. Like I can't go back on the ice. So the coach starts playing me and I'm going against Mario now. And I'm like, holy heck, I can't breathe. I've been in the league for two weeks. Uh, I almost went in in the second or an and said, I can't play anymore. (laughs) Like I I, I can't be given a regular, like every third shift. Oh, I was playing barely. Yeah. I, Paul Maurice is my coach. Yeah. He's been on, he's been on my show, the morning show a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Awesome guy. I, when I'm coaching at UFT, I do ha- half the stuff I do and is from him. Right. Yeah. Um, and I almost went in and said, I, I can't play anymore. Like I'm not, in sh- I'm not ready for this. And I just sat there and was like, had ice bags and under my <laughs> pants and I saw him like, I ended up playing like 18 minutes that night. I, I scored and, and I had an assist. I had one and one and wow. I would have had, I would have been a star of the game, but Mario set up two in the last two minutes of the game to win it. <laughs> yeah, So I like, yeah, I had a goal. Assisted Bad on changes the
1: winner. or were you out there? What's that? Bad
0: changes or were you yeah, out I there? I wasn't
2: out there. I think I was a plus two in that game. Okay. I wasn't out there for Ooh. any of the merit ones because I wasn't on the end of the game, right? We had our, shut down guys, but I had a, sounds awesome... like they
0: did a great job.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they should have kept me out there, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I got, I got a couple of great photos of me and Mario facing Sick. off against each other, which was pretty cool. And I, I, I didn't think I would be playing past those two weeks. It, it, it the NHL was just so much better than I thought. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm planning. It's Mario and Mario was switching his stick out. It was their last home game. Mario was switching his stick out are one of their last games. Cause he wasn't going to play. So every stoppage of play, he was, they had like 40 <laughs> of his sticks on the bench, So we're all looking over there because we were thinking it's going to be his last game. Right. Which would have been really cool. Right. Like no getting kidding. to play in Mario's last game. Uh-huh. So he's every stoppage of play, he'd swap, swap his stick. And we're like, Holy, like, geez, like this is Mario's last game. Cause he wasn't going to play out the rest. And we're like, Holy heck. Um, so that kind of like took it away. Took like that was kind of cool part of the game. Where like is this Mario's last game? Everyone's asking Ron. Ron's like I don't know. Um, um, and I'm like I'm never gonna play in the league again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we end up scoring a goal in the second period. I'm on one side of the net with the net off, and he's on the other side, and we're yelling at the ref like he's like that's not a goal i'm like that's a goal the net's coming off they still count and he's like you don't know what you're talking about and we get off the net going back towards the benches and i'm like you don't know i'm like hey mario i'm i'm one of your biggest fans can i get a sign stick <laughs> he's yapping and he, at you and he sent me one down in the intermission oh no right. shit! yeah that's awesome so i got a yeah sign stick the trainer's like this kit came for you i'm like yeah, put that away. Like, show the rest of the guys that. But he actually sent one down. Then I was, I went out against them in the third every shift, almost till the end of the game. So then, when I got traded in two thousand eight from the Coyotes to the Penguins, this would have been five, six years later. He's like, hey. And he's like, still got the stick? Like, he remembers. All right. nice. like, oh, man, nice. so, emba- so embarrassing. So, he's but, like, hey, you, ne-
0: you never paid me for that stick. Yeah.
2: hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's actually, I have two sticks I saved. I have a Crosby signed game used and a Mario signed game. It was the only two I've got. Wow. Dude, what, what, is is a,
0: what a franchise to join. And like, what a time to get there. The 809 yeah. 9 Penguins friggin' yeah. the wagon yeah, of all neat. wagons. What, yeah. so what's that like i mean yeah it's it's, it's probably crazy enough seeing mario just hanging around in the yeah he was in great. the building the well, offices he does
2: yeah he doesn't
0: he just doesn't hang
2: around he comes in the room all right, like, right if on. things aren't good he's there every day things are good he pops in every couple of days whether you're in the weight room trainer's room getting taped up um <laughs> i got another good nurse i got like mario's one of the best guys you'll ever meet too um exactly. I was I had shoulder surgery later, so I didn't play in the playoffs. Didn't play at the end of the year, um, but got in twenty some odd games. Mm-hmm. But literally, he'd call me after an MRI when I wasn't playing. And I, he'd be like Ziggy, like how did the MRI go. I'm like, look at my phone. I'm like, sorry, who is this? He's like, it's Mario. I'm like, Mario who? <laughs> oh, <He's> like Lemieux, <laughs> Mario. And I'm like, no, shit. looking at my phone. I'm like, Mario. He's like, yeah. He's like, had the MRI. Like he literally he knows everything that happens, everything. So just awesome guy, love playing there. Um, but that wasn't my story. My story is um I get there, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm one of the fourth liners. Like you got to be there first, leave last. So I go in there usually working out early before anyone's there, and then going into the medical room to you know, kind of hang out, grab a coffee. So there's not many guys there, a couple of guys, the trainers are all there, massage therapists, physio. And then uh, I kind of sit up on the table, grab my coffee, ice pack around my back. And he's like, the face-off king. And it's like, <laughs> that's all I hear. So I figure it's it's a guy who has a paper out, right? And he's just reading the paper, right? Because I saw it that morning. He's like, the face-off king is here. Like, they had some article about me. And I'd heard about it. <laughs> Buddy messaged me in the morning. I'm like, yeah. It's... So then I think it's a player chirping me in the corner. And i just ready to say, hey, shut the leap up, right? <laughs> And it's like Mario peeks his head behind the paper <laughs> and then back to the article. <laughs> Dude. So he's like, and he's like, he's folding it. He's like the face off King and I have him. That's what, that's he, that's amazing. what he said. Amazing. Yeah. Dude, that's,
0: that's not real life, man. That's like, yeah. you're like pinch yourself. I'm sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That was a, uh, that was a really cool year playing there. And then winning the cup. Yeah. I was, Didn't get on the ice, but yeah, they got my name on the cup. Got me a Mary, got me a ring, made sure like
0: Mario called it. Like if it wasn't for Mario, I I wouldn't have any of that stuff. So dude, that's unreal. So that's, that's a good question. How often does something like that go on? I mean, it's, I don't know how huge that one was. These rings are obviously pretty big. It's not an everyday thing. When's the last time you had it on or when would you put something like that on? Maybe just when you're around the boys for reunion type of thing or what? I got it right here in my back pocket. Not a boy. Out <laughs> of boy. It's in a necklace now. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I actually took it out last week. I didn't the last time I, I keep it in a safety deposit box. So last yeah, time yeah. was November 2019. Every Man. two years. If if I'm doing an event or something, I bring it out or I'm coaching the team. Kids yeah, nice. ho- I do a lot of minor hockey stuff, development skill sessions. So I'll bring it out for them once in a while or a new team I'm doing. Okay, so I- but no, I don't, but the new the new, uh, I think it's the NFL team. The oh. top screws off and it turns into a necklace. Hold on. Uh, yeah. No, was the bucks. Yeah. The, uh, the, yeah. The bucks actually The bucks got the bucks have 100. this little thing. The top screws off mm-hmm. and it's got a chain behind it. You pull out and you can throw it on as a necklace. People were <laughs> speculating. Like, what does that cost? And people
0: like probably two, 300 oh, grand. But
2: I had the Raptors one on. I had a, a real Raptors one. They made no a, a second Lowry ring. Hmm. So, um, you can barely wear it. I kind of, <laughs> we had like the, mate, we had the jeweler in, in the studio interviewing them we we're like, so hundred K and she just kind of looked at me like, mm, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe for like the gold part, like with no diamonds, I had heard they were like 200 K the Raptors
0: ones. Oh, yeah. <sighs>
2: yeah. Jeez. So like even the one I have from Oh nine, you can't really wear it out. Like, yeah. It's just, it's a little too over the top. It's massive. Yeah. It's a big, piece. Awesome. It's a big yeah. piece. It's awesome. Yeah. It's like, it, it will stop a, like you go into a bar or a restaurant and you have it just kind of not tucked away.
0: It's like, it will literally attract a lot of attention. Yeah. Don't oh, that. Yeah. Cal, you had, you had something there.
1: No, I was just going to say like, that's a star started cast. You know, there's gotta be some sort of money on the board
2: story. You know, what, yeah. is,
1: what can you yeah. tell us there?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Money on the board is a big thing. Back then, I think still is. Um, We were down by two goals in a big game towards the end of the year. I wasn't playing, but I was in the room. And Malkin, there was a bunch of money on the board because it was a big game. And then Malkin kind of came in and put like 5K for the win, 5K for the goal, 5K for the assist. Like you can do different things, right? You can do the win. You can do to the trainer's. You can do winning goal. Like, those are the main three. The win, yeah. trainers, winning goal. But he put, like, all these different things down. And then he literally went out and had uh, two oh goals man. and one assist. <laughs> like, he had one, set up the winner, and scored the OT winner in a game in the third period. Um, Good God. So, that was my money on the board story. But you're never, like, that team with Crosby and Malt, you're never out of it. No. You're in every game. You know, It didn't even matter. Like, down three-nothing after the first, it's like, no panic. You're like with those two guys and you also have Stahl there too. Right. Jordan's mm-hmm. like he's the mm-hmm. he
0: was our third line center. Crazy. Yeah. It was tough to tough to get on the ice that year. No kidding, dude. <laughs> I think I was looking at, yeah. Checking out some of the stats today. Am I might Like I think Crosby and Malkin both had over a hundred points. Yeah. And then third was like a 45 point. It might've been like Jordan stall, but it was like 47 yeah, maybe, yeah. points or something. Jordan had that.
2: 20. Yeah. Didn't even play power play.
0: Yeah. Crazy. Crazy, yeah. just quite a drop, but they're just both driving lines. What about a uh, guy who always intrigued me and as like a long-suffering Leaf fan when the Penguins were just the shit running the NHL back then? I always wanted like a Max Talbot on the team. I thought that was a, such a cool energy guy who go out there and do whatever you guys needed him to do. Anything you got about Max Talbot as a teammate or just what he did for that team? Yeah, he was he was a big part of it. Big reason why they won. You need those guys, right? Like
2: when you're looking at teams trying to get over that hump or, or find their way, you, you got to have guys that are are going to do the, you know, the four checkers, penalty killers, block shots, the odd fight, and yeah. that's what he did for that Penguins team.
1: Is it true that Sid's like super superstitious when it comes to his
2: stick and his tape job? Like it can't leave him? Um, am trying to remember his sticks and where he would keep them. I- I don't know. I was so like dialed into what I was doing before a game. Like, I know it's kind of cool to play with Crosby, but you had a job looking back. I I, I I couldn't even tell you what he did before a game. I don't know. You just like, you're in your zone, right? Like
1: that's fair. Yeah, I had my no. own
2: pre-game. what I used to do. Like I, I, yeah, I know. Yeah. It was pretty cool playing with him, but great guy. Um, you know it's just i yeah I, I don't i i'm trying to think back from when we play together like i don't remember what guys did before the game like yeah, it's just you're so you have to stay focused right or cuz there's another know, guy coming to take your spot yeah right? that and the pressure's <laughs> on right yeah you're going out there big games um you know we're
0: on national tv almost every game right yeah yeah. That's all the eyes. Yeah. What's that like after Did you get to take uh, part in all the celebrations, the cup celebrations, you get the cup for a day, all that good stuff. Yeah, Got my cup, had it in Markham. Nice. Brought it to the
2: Markham Stoval hospital. Uh, I was charging businesses two or three K for five minutes and donated all the money to sick kids. Awesome. That's awesome. So good man. yeah. So got enough, uh, brought it around everywhere Bunch of businesses got it for five minutes and then went to the Duchess and Markham had like a oh, massive yeah. outdoor party then got in a, got in the car. And then all my buddies went downtown and party. It was a Sunday night, but it was crazy. The bar just like filled up some, like, I don't even remember the name of it. One of the big nightclubs. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably doesn't exist anymore, but still, yeah, it's not around anymore. Uh, yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, it was fun. Then back to the hotel, rented a couple of suites. I had fifty people back. Not bad, not a, gotta, a not I, a bad night. I, I just
0: got to do that one more time. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. As a coach, maybe one day. There you go. There yeah. you go. Um, getting out of the NHL for a little bit. What about that uh, World Junior uh, experience, two thousand one? And uh, that was a great team as well. Yeah, Heatley and Spatz and a couple of yeah. guys. And was that where was that? It was over in uh, Moscow. Moscow. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah, right into great. enemy territory there. Yeah. What, what was that all about for you? I that, um, I
2: that. Go. Got to play Kovalchuk, was on the team. Yeah. Um, they didn't even sell out the game, which was surprising. Um, but it was packed. It was probably the fullest the rink got. Um, it was their new rink in Moscow. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was crazy. I, I didn't play much. I was a 13th forward. I didn't play till the bronze medal game end up tying the game in the second and then was on for the winner. Me and me and Rafi Torres who grew up together. We have known us since I was eight years old. No way. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was a great experience. Uh, I didn't eat much of the food. I can remember eating (laughs) plain white pasta and putting butter on it. And I ate that, uh, for breakfast. I didn't eat much. Um, Trying to think what I had for breakfast. I think I had like the pasta with butter on it three times a day. Just all the, was
0: was the food just foul or did they tell you like, just be It wasn't great. I
2: I can, (laughs) I can remember this. I remember where I stayed, the Ukraine hotel. It was so bad. (laughs) Like the bed, my neck was killing me. I couldn't turn my head. Just my back was killing me. Uh, it was this old hotel that we were, we were staying at. Food was terrible. Um, I wasn't playing like it's just <laughs> when you're watching as a kid and you're like, Oh, the world juniors, you know, waking up <laughs> early when this, the games are overseas. And I can remember watching Eric and Ross play and yeah, yeah, like oh, I'm going to go to the world juniors one day and be on there scoring big goals and let's get playing like two shifts a game, <laughs> eating <laughs> pasta with butter for like 10 <laughs> days. But I ended up I like playing that. in the last game. Yeah. When when we were trying to get, we were trying to meddle. Uh, Stan Butler for me on the ice. So Stan. he was run, He was running out of time. Actually, this is a good story. So he didn't play me much. And obviously we don't win the gold. Yeah. Brampton comes to play us in Kingston the week after the world juniors. He's getting harassed so bad. They had to call the cops in and clear out the three rows behind the bench in Kingston, the visitor's bench. Cause he was just getting it from our fans. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. Cause he, cause he never played. <laughs> That's unreal. That's yeah, unreal. The things, the Kingston just awesome. Hey, How big is back. the
0: Zigaman's family? You got like all your relatives sitting back there, just ripping the sky to shreds. No, I, I'm
2: not kidding. Like that. The fan base in Kingston was awesome. We sold out every game. Yeah. Like now I I've been to a couple of the games in the new rink and you know, they don't even sell out back then. It was 33, they had 3,300 people, that old barn still there. Cause the university team plays there. Yep. Um, yeah. But yeah, we used to sell it every, every
0: game. I can remember seven 30 Friday night. It's crazy. Was that the pre Gilmore years or was he involved yep. back? Met, Larry I yeah. ah, gotcha was a coach. Yeah. Gotcha. No, no yeah. Dougie, no Dougie for it. No, not, not yet. There you go. No. Well, what's uh, what's keeping you busy these days, i Man, I know the the radio is not happening right yeah. now. You're coaching, or, or what's the coaching gig at UFT? Is that full yeah. time? Or are you helping out?
2: Yeah, helping out. It's on hold right now. Kind of figuring it out, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just uh, taking some time off. I've had a couple different offers come across my plate and just seeing what options are out there right now. But definitely taking this month, probably the next month off. Yeah, um, doing some rentals in the house, so just strip the floor of carpet. Um, there it is getting ready for the paint. Yeah. I'm just mudding the walls myself. Hey, you need any Uh, help?
0: Danny, Danny's good at that. If you (laughs) need need some labor, Danny can help. Yeah. Uh, only a little bit. My brother me everything I know. Yeah, you want to sand some
2: uh, hardwood floors down? They're from 1950. Oh shit! I'd, I'd wreck those so bad. You don't want me doing that. It's
0: gonna. It'll sneak out with that Mario stick on the way yeah, out. You no, yeah, no, yeah. I'll, I'll be in the yeah. basement. It's gonna be tough. I don't even think you get out. It's framed. I don't even uh, know how I got it down there. <laughs> oh, no. Do you see yourself uh, getting back, like sticking with the coaching, kind of going yeah, the other side? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to stay. I,
2: I had a couple interviews with some NHL teams this summer. Um, awesome. Yeah. A couple of have reached out to me for different roles. So yeah, maybe a player development role or, or coaching here. COVID's kind of messed everything up. Yeah. Um, It's
0: a little bit tougher now, but yeah, I'll see, see how it goes. Dude, what I'm hearing, we might have an in. To the current oh. NHL very soon. We might be able to call you up and say, hey, get me on with some of these. Uh well, it, I guess it depends what team you go to, but we'll we'll keep bugging you. Okay. We're gonna get... Sure. <laughs> We're gonna get, some, get some of the uh the all-stars on here with us if they uh I couldn't even get them on my own show. How am I <laughs> gonna get them on your show? All <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, my buddies are like, yeah, 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 yeah. Next week,
2: next week. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <It'll>, <laughs> I'll get to you. They, they gave you the rod. It's like what time? Oh, I'll have a i have ai have a good one. We had we had Gary Lehman on the show. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and awesome guy. And that's probably my first. My first real nhl hero, like my nice. idol, was probably Gary Lehman back in the day, right? It was Gary Lehman, Wendell, Dougie. Those were like in that order. Yeah. And I get to do alumni games with them. So it's like a huge thrill for me to go out there and mm-hmm. do different events with them. Um, but then I'm like, hey, you want to come on the morning show one time? Or not morning show. I just say, hey, you want to come on my show? He's like, sure. Like, well, anytime. I'm like, does seven work? Because usually we can't find people for the seven o'clock hour. It's really tough.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Unless they're part of the sports network, right? They come on sure. at 7.30 or 8. And I'm like, hey, you want to come on at seven? He goes, Yeah, yeah. So he's like, Message me tomorrow. I message him tomorrow to set it up. I go, so uh 7 a.m. tomorrow. He's like, 7 a.m. I thought you meant 7 p.m. <laughs> I was like, no, I do the morning show. He's like, Oh, yeah, he goes, I I I don't know about that, but I can't come on. <laughs> so we did we did a we did a pre-tape with him. All right. And even excellent. that was tough to set up because we're like, we like to do the pre-tapes right at 9:30 when we're done. Yeah. Like 9:15. <laughs> like get off the air and like go and rip out the pre-tape for the next day. Yeah. Yeah. But we had to wait till like 11 a.m. He's like, I'll come on at 11. That's I'm not coming on any earlier.
0: <laughs> Just like it was, boss, an, I was
2: awesome, but it was an awesome, probably one of the best interviews we had. And it That's was even cool. better because he was telling stories with us after stuff like not. You can't really dig into some of these old stories about just coaches and GMs that we didn't have a chance to put on the air. So then
0: we're chatting about that and different things that have happened. So he was, he was awesome. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Before we let you go, anything else, Cal? I always like to end it. You know, I, I
1: played a little minor pro, so I have a few guys names that we've uh, crossed has with when i oh, look at your hockey db as well so give me some candid uh, reactions here with some Uh-oh. of these names okay
2: <laughs> this goes way back junior brett cloutier oh gosh tough guy i remember him fighting erskine on the ice and every time they'd fight in the penalty box as well okay. erskine was with the London knights yeah oh man tough guys yeah fun fact brett cloutier got drafted ahead of me wow. is that right
1: are you serious? Holy, that is crazy.
2: I'll, I'll tell you quickly. The team that drafted him was the New Jersey Devils. Okay. I get called to go and do the testing with the Devils. At the time, my agent says, you don't do any of their testing. that they do because they'd hook you up to all these electrodes. Okay. And they make you run till you pass out. <laughs> they have them on your head, on your body. Right. I forgot Putin, Putin was a GM of that. <laughs> so, yeah, This is 99 and my agents like you're not doing any of those run around the building do whatever you want skating test don't do this one test so i'm in this small room and they're like we're thinking of drafting you in the first or second round you're not going to do this we're not drafting you at all i'm like hey my agent told me not to do them what do you want me to do he says i'll run around the building do any test you want they literally made me run around the building and some guy came out to get the heck go go home come oh, yeah <laughs> Well, that's not that's not the story. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stories. That's still a good story. That's <laughs> nah, a good one. <laughs> yeah. That's Lou. That's got Lou written all. Yeah, over. yeah. So,
2: <laughs> so the draft. So then they're they're upset, right? They're like, we're not going to draft you. We're going to tell no one to take you. They're like giving it to me hard in the summertime. I heard they played a little bit of a game. Like they went and they didn't say like, oh, they didn't go like Brett Clutey right They said we'd like to draft from the OHL oh. from the forward from the Kingston Frontex and I'm like <laughs> I think it, it's me I mean Brett Isn't Clucci it? was he was rated high but yeah. I think I was rated like top 20 North American players yeah. yeah Clucci will love this story too he's gonna like dude you didn't think you were going up I, I all my <laughs> friends my friends that were there like yeah I thought you were going I'm like yeah I, I didn't think Clucci was going that ahead of me. <laughs> so they're like from the Ontario Hockey League from the Kingston Frontex forward and I'm like getting ready I'm like I was for me I was like I can't believe they're drafting me? me after yeah. the the interview I had in the the fitness testing, and they're like Brett Kluche. and I was like, wow, <laughs> well they done. Made, they well made direct done. eye contact with you up at the up. Yeah.
0: Stay sitting down, you fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's good. Funny. Yeah.
1: Uh, and then this last one, uh, I I just ran into him one night here at the bar, but Drew Bagnell. Drew
2: Bagnell, what's he up to now? I don't know. No, oh, he, was so, a, he was at yeah. a
1: PA meeting a long time ago, but he's uh yeah, big. Oh, I, I don't know
2: if he yeah, he was in Rochester with me. Nice yeah. guy. Yeah, really good guy. If you ever get him on the show, yeah. ask him, hey, what happened to the boat you purchased online?
0: <laughs> oh, I got him writing that down. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> the boat you bought online. Always <laughs> ask a good start. Him. <laughs> For sure that worked out.
2: Yeah, ask him, say hey, what happened to the boat you bought off some guy? <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait to hear the story Yeah, but, uh, I gotta
1: hear Taylor. like t-bone you got to track this guy down yeah track oh, the down. i'm the, awesome I'm the instagram stalker he's, gonna be, he's okay.
2: gonna be so mad i told you guys that oh. <laughs> are you cool with us playing him the clip of you asking <laughs> us to ask yeah, him? that's fine <laughs> yeah all right because <laughs> yeah. he was so, so choked <laughs> I felt bad for him, but he's rich, so it's okay. Right, he's making right. a lot Pretty of money good. that he was making a lot of money that year.
1: No, that's it. Like I said, yeah. the, the the one thing I've really liked about, you know, jumping on this podcast is just the memories that it it brings for me. So hopefully yeah it helps do the same for you too. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's fun great. to yeah. share, right? Because the time goes awesome. by quick, right? So absolutely.
0: Yeah, look, we've taken a lot of your time here and thanks for helping out. No Flamingo hockey. We appreciate you, my man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. You. All right, there you go. Mike Zigomanis, hell of a guest. Great guy, very well-spoken. Um, really, really appreciate him taking his time to share some of those stories. What a career and just what a great guy to get to hang out with, hey eh, boys? Talk about yeah. getting trolled at the draft, eh? Uh, by the devils there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Luck, lucky enough to be trolled at the draft. Oh, absolutely,
1: bad. Yeah, just class, man. Like, that's all I can say about Mike Zigomanis. Just, you know, right. just a pro, classy, pro, Um, such a great time, you know. I'm happy we got to, got to do that very interesting story, and uh, yeah, that stuff about Lemieux is is pretty awesome. You know what Absolutely. I mean? So, uh, what Absolutely. What a guy!
0: What a guy! We almost had him. Uh, we almost had him busting out some of the memorabilia to show us, but he said it's packed up, right? So maybe next time we'll we'll get him back on at some point, I'm sure. Um, but let's do this. Let's get out of here. This show's just about a wrap. Before we go, of course, we want to say check us out. You can follow along, have fun, keep the questions coming, the comments. Let us know what you're liking ideas. If there's some guests you want us to target, let us know. We'll try to track them down. Absolutely. So keep that stuff coming on Instagram. It's no flamingo hockey on Instagram. You know where to find it. And this is the last show before Christmas. Isn't it boys? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: Let's, uh, I think we should wish, you know, our our viewers, our listenership, uh, a happy holiday, merry Christmas, happy happy holidays. holidays,
0: merry Christmas happy new year all that good stuff and let's see danny's gonna get creative with some christmas music on the way out here i'm thinking and i can stand up and have a wreath wrapped around my dick and balls (laughs) (laughs) this is an audio podcast (laughs) (laughs) this is for you guys (laughs) everyone have a great one enjoy some time with the fam and we'll be back uh towards the end of december we'll see you again oh yeah bud